Are you looking for food truck books to read, but you're starting to feel overwhelmed with all the content? Or maybe you're trying to find answers to your questions, but you realize you haven't asked the right questions to get those answers. Well, you're in luck. I wrote the book, Before You Launch a Food Truck, Eight Questions Every Aspiring Food Trucker Should Ask. For the past five years, I have been studying the food truck industry and been a diehard food truck customer. And in the process of that, I've learned a lot about what makes a good food truck stand out among the rest. I took eight of those key concepts and created a book where I could have curbside conversations with each of you about them. What makes this book different is not only that it's digestible and designed to not overwhelm you, but it also propels you into action. You can purchase Before You Launch a Food Truck today at thefoodtruckscholar.com shop in paperback and ebook format, as well as on Amazon. For every copy purchased, I'm donating a copy to organizations committed to helping formerly incarcerated individuals re-enter society, particularly those that are interested in starting their own food business. So, Buy a copy today to help yourself and someone else get rolling and keep trucking. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast, brought to you by Eokra. I'm your host, Ariel D. Smith, and I appreciate you for choosing to kick it with me for yet another episode. We've heard all about apartment complexes and residential areas that have invited food trucks out to their properties for their residents during and after the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. So it's great to actually speak to the representative of one via Zoom call. Francesca Del Judas is the Chief Innovation Officer for Dell American Real Estate Group and represents SLX Atlanta and shares why they decided to invite food trucks out to the property as well as share some of her favorites. But for now, sit back and relax. The show starts now. Are you looking to get a custom-built food truck but overwhelmed on where to start the process? If so, grab a copy of my free checklist, Seven Things to Do If You're Looking for a Food Truck Builder. This checklist not only outlines things to do before you speak to a food truck manufacturer, but also the things to look for in a good builder. Visit thefoodtruckscholar.com to download your free copy. Welcome back to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. Let's dive in to the main dish discussion. My name is Francesca Del Judas. I am the uh, Chief Innovation Officer at um, Dell American Real Estate Group. We are involved with the management of a property in Atlanta called SLX Atlanta. It's one of a few different properties that we're involved in at the moment. And it's a property that we're really looking at in a different way to really in food trucks into. Okay. And why food trucks specifically? I guess when I first started thinking about what can we do with the property and how can we really take a different marketing approach. Food trucks was something that I came across, which I thought would be really great for the front entrance, actually. We've got quite a large hotel style, like Porta Cachet entrance. And in a lot of places, food trucks, they need a lot of space. They're quite large. And when we would 
when I was thinking about what would be something nice to have out front, a lot of food trucks were interested because we'd have a, a really nice space for them. Okay. And so what was that process like? So did you go to your favorite food trucks first or was it just trying to figure out which food trucks were in the area? Walk me through that journey. So it was like thinking, so SLX Atlanta is based in Chambly, which is the foodie part of Atlanta. It's really big with ethnic food. So that was another reason that I had around trying to wanting to do things more food-based as far as like a marketing approach. It was like a two-pronged marketing approach that I was going for, which was try to engage the local community as much as possible, which works in, in two great ways. It helps the local community know that SLX Atlanta is there. We have these beautiful luxury apartments there, but it also really provides a, a platform for the local community as well, both local food trucks and food trucks from different parts of Atlanta for them to come and base themselves in front of SLX and really be able to, to have that as a, a known point where we have great food. So engaging local community and then just bringing ethnic food, more ethnic food to Chambly, different kinds of food to Chambly. People already come to Chambly all the time in order to try different food, different varieties of food and unique things that they wouldn't experience in other places. And so this was trying to really build off of what is already organic to Chambly. Okay. So when you say ethnic food, are we talking about Jamaican food? Are we talking about tacos, the Mexican-American food. Give us a scene of what exactly are the different types of food that you could find there. Yeah, so all of the above. I mean, I'm a really adventurous person. I try to find lots of different, like as much variety as possible is what I go for. We have regular, like we have different taco Tuesdays. We have regular, like different taco trucks that we bring in on Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, we have different burger trucks we try. Thursdays, it's vegan food and, and vegan trucks and markets. And uh, Fridays, we do soul food. But then the, that leaves the weekends open and Mondays open to us having a huge variety of different kinds of food trucks. For example, just yesterday, we had a teriyaki food truck come by, which was a really great experience. So we had a teriyaki me out food truck just yesterday. The day before yesterday, we had just like Nolan's, a New Orleans food truck. We've also had uh, dessert trucks. We've had Indian food trucks. We've had Japanese food trucks. Yeah, pretty much everything that you can think of. Pub food trucks, fish and chips, like British fish and chips, hot dog trucks, Italian ice. Yeah, we're trying to work our way around the continent. I see, I see. So when did you start this project? So it was at the end of March this past year. And since then, we've had more than 30 different food trucks um, that we've had come to the property. And pretty early on, we had regular food. I arranged regular food trucks to come. So like I said, we had the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday food trucks that were our regular food trucks um, or some alternating days. But the Monday through Sundays, we would have these different food trucks, like kind of one-off days. And yeah, we've had more than 30 different food trucks since we started it in March. You can imagine it's, that's, yeah, it's pretty much a food truck every day. It's either a food truck or like a food pop-up that we do every day at SLX. So you got to tell me, what's your favorite truck? And what has been, 
who have been some of your top returning trucks so we can check them out. Oh, so um, Drew Lars Jumbo Burgers. They've got to be one of my favorites. And they're, they're definitely a, an SLX Atlanta favorite. Very often I go over there and I always do Instagram videos of all the trucks and make sure that they're okay and they have everything they need. And very often I go over there at the end of the night and, and he says he's sold out. I also really love one of the other fan favorites is the soul food truck that we, that one's very popular, which comes on uh, every other Friday. And yeah, Super Taco El Guiro. They are, they have, we've had a lot of different birria tacos and they're one of the best birria tacos. Ah, uh, yeah. That, that's been all the craze from 2020 mm -hmm. is everybody trying to get a taco that they could dip exactly. into. Yeah. All right. That's one that I need to put on my list to check out next time I'm in the area. And so you mentioned something earlier about checking in with the food trucks, making sure that they're okay. How important has relationship building been for you personally? You're the one that's organizing um, the food trucks to be in this space. You've had different food trucks that have come through over the past, what, year and a half now? And so how has that relationship building, how did you form that and how has it grown since then? Yeah, so I guess I've really used, I've used a few different kind of outreach platforms. Instagram has been a huge help starting the relationships and building the relationships. I think because SLX Atlanta has such a huge presence on Instagram, I run the Instagram account as well. So I reach out to lots of food truck vendors through Instagram. And then I go ahead and I look at who they're friends with. And then that helps me like expand my network. And then I also ask them, I ask them like if they have any, a lot of people, their brother and sister community, food trucks, like their sister has a food truck or their daughter has a food truck. And so they can refer different trucks to me as well. So using Instagram has been a huge help to really see who they're following and be able to reach out to them. And then I think they get a real sense of comfort when they check out our Instagram and they see how many different food trucks we have, that we do really good promotion. We always go and do a boomerang video or some different like promotions of the actual food items so that people can see both before they're coming, there's lots of promotion. And then when they're actually there, we do um, a video of the truck arriving and we do a video of the food, the first food that comes out. And so we try to make it as fun as, and as, as engaging as possible. And so I think them seeing all of that really helps with the confidence in the relation. And then knowing that they have a, a dedicated person um, who's so into food trucks and trying to promote them so much, that really helps as well because they know that if they book to come to SLX, they'll be able to. <laughs> and the reason why I ask that is that there's a lot of different situations in the food truck industry where people have a food truck come out, but they don't really promote it. And in a lot of cases, food trucks will actually lose money as opposed to gaining money in places like that. So it's always important uh, for whoever brings a food truck out that they make sure that they're engaging their customer base, whether that's the residents that's in the space or if it's an office space and there's co-workers there or employees, whatever the case may be, it's very important to have that engagement piece because there's a lot of work that goes into food trucks, being able to prep that food, knowing the head count of about how many people is going to be there that's going to actually pay for the meals. It's a lot of work that goes into that. And whenever people have food trucks out, it's very imperative to me that they're doing that relationship piece so that food truck would want to come back because they know, hey, if I go here, 
they're going to do a really good job in promoting the event. They're going to let their people know that we're out here. They're going to encourage people to come out and it's going to be an overall good investment for me to be in that space. So that's really great to hear. Yeah, absolutely. We really like what I do is I really try to sandwich the promotion of the food trucks. I create all of the Instagram graphics personally. When I first talk to them, I ask them to send me some images and we've got like a kind of format that we use for food truck graphics so that it's really instantly visible for our residents and the audience of the rest of Chambly that follow us. And yeah, so we have that graphic that goes out some days before. And then we actually go ahead and we do additional promotion through, we have an app actually that we built out for SLX Atlanta. And that app pu- sends out push notifications to residents with the graphics that promote the food trucks along with a menu. So we always ask them for a menu, even if it's a rough menu, if they're not totally sure. And then we're able to send a push notification, an email goes out. We also send out to our neighboring communities. We've got two apartment communities on either side of us, and we send it out to them for them to go ahead and show their residents also. And then there's also a no driving dinner group local to Chambly, and they're always looking for places to go where they can just walk to dinner. And so we always make sure to send it to them as well. So we do as much promotion as possible for every food truck that comes out. Absolutely. And so when you look back at this, I know it's still young, it's still early in the game. But when you think about where you started last March and where you are now, what are some lessons you've learned in organizing a space for food trucks to come? Where has been some lessons learned? I think that a lot of... I guess one of the things is that there's a lot of different that the food trucks actually operate. You've got some food trucks, which are like food trucks that have baked goods and and stuff like that, that don't require as much information about like the numbers and and things versus you've got ones that are preparing more hot food where um, they do need more strict numbers. Yeah, that's a hard one. I think that food trucks that do better that I've noticed tend to try to do a lot of their own kind of pre-promotion. So one of the learnings we've had is really like emphasizing the menu. That's been like a really big learning, making sure that we get the menu in front of our residents early to really entice. And some food trucks also like offer pre-ordering. So getting that in as early as possible. I guess the real main learning is just to try to promote as often and as early as possible. And also the fact that a lot of people as much as you want to put like technology in front of them, they need to just a printout also. So being able to email over graphics and uh, a menu to other apartment communities that are nearby for them to print out and put on their notice boards and being able to have those physical printouts actually around the space at our community as well. All of that makes a big difference. There's been so much conversation in the past year about being paperless and contactless and all of these different things when in actuality, while there are different advantages of being digital, there are many different spaces, many different communities and generations that prefer to have that tactile contact where they can hold the menu in their hand, where they can read it, they can go through it. And so this is a reminder to a lot of people is that as we shift more and more into less paper and more digital, that there are many different people who identify and connect through tactile sensory needs that need to have a physical menu and to 
not completely discard that idea. So do as you say. You have a digital version that can be a PDF. If you need to email it, you can email it in some situations. If you can post it on your website as a food truck, that would be great. But just making sure that is still an option that if people want to print it out, they can. Exactly. And because we've we've walked that line of we want to have everything digital and be very tech forward. But at the same time, like we also want to make sure that everybody gets the message and that it's out there. So one of the other things that one of the other lessons we learned was because we have food trucks pretty much every day at SLX, we've done a Monday, like weekly summary email out to our residents and out to the different communities and different groups in Chambly that we promote to. And so that having that uh, weekly summary, I think is very helpful because then that kind of gives them one thing to print out, one paper thing to print out and, and post up rather than thinking that because we have a food truck every day, that other people are going to be able to promote every day, <laughs> make it a bit easier on them. That's true. That's true. And so when you think about where the future is for food trucks, where do you think this project is going to go in the future? Do you see that Future is going to continue to be there? Are you thinking about expansion? What's the vision for food trucks looking forward? I would love to, and we've actually started, we've started this already, get a lot of them on our SLX black card. So a lot of the food trucks that come by, they, a lot of them are starting up. Some of them have a really good presence, but what they want is they want like a network more than anything else. They want that following. I know a lot of our residents would really love to see these food, like to go visit these food trucks, even when they're in different locations. So a lot of the food trucks that have come by have asked to be part of our SSLX Black Card program, which is a card. It's like a really nice discount card that we give to our residents. And so we're now opening that up to food trucks, being able to join it completely free for them to join. Uh, It's just like them offering a bit of a discount to residents on food. And then I think with that, one of the kind of next stages will hopefully be to get our residents to actually go to other places where these food trucks are. So like food truck parks um, around Atlanta, that kind of, as well as bring their friends, like people will see them with the card. It will both promote the property, but it'll also help get them to bring their friends to try the food truck if the food truck's not going to be coming to the property for a little while. But yeah, I think the one of the other things that we're going to be doing that we've already done quite a lot, which I think works really well, is really interesting for the food trucks, is really connecting the truck with different events that we have going on. So for example, we did a, a really cool Cinco de Mayo event where we had like margarita kits that we gave out to the residents. We had frozen margaritas that they could come and pick up. And we had uh, a taco truck there as well. And they were doing birria tacos. And so it was combining the food trucks, integrating them in with the events that we were doing in like kind of a, a holistic, like themed event that really worked to help both promote the food trucks and make them feel like make them part of a larger event. We did the same thing for um, 4th of July. I had a New Orleans snowball truck and they did red, white, and blue snowballs. And that integrated really well with with a 4th of July food platter that we had set out. So it's really trying to integrate these food trucks into different kinds of themed events that we have going on, which will mean that it's really seamless presentation for the residents. And it also helps the food trucks feel like they're part of a larger event and that they're actually um, connected to the event so that it's 
promoted more um, holistically. Awesome. And then it's also free for them to be a part of the black card. So is there a fee for them to park at the property or? No, there's not. No, no. We do a lot of uh, promotion for them, like completely for free. There's no fee for all the graphics that we do and all the promotion we do. It's, I know that a lot of other places or properties, they might throw up a menu or something like that, but we actually take their photos. We like enhance their photos. So the food looks the best. We integrate those photos into like a really beautiful graphic that we have. And then we post that and we include music and we tag everybody who's around the area. We really try to make it like as beautiful as possible and like as great a marketing experience for them as possible. I know a lot of trucks, they use a lot of the videos that we've created and, and different promotional things um, that we've done for them. They then go ahead and add that to their highlights on Instagram and put it on their website because um, some trucks are so busy trying to just make the food and get it out there that it's difficult for them to be on the other side creating this beautiful promotional material so it's nice to be able to offer that for them as part of the exchange of them coming to Chambly and coming to slx i think that's actually pretty great because that is a challenge that many food truckers face is the creation of content but also encountering fees to be able to park at different places because that counts against how much money they can expect to make at a, at a location as well. So that's why I tend to ask those questions is to get an idea for different food trucks who may be interested in coming. They can start planning out how much they may need to break even, how much they may need to make a profit. And that does go a long way in many cases. Exactly. And we're like, we're, we particularly really, like I always make sure when we have, when there's like a new food truck, like somebody who's really starting out, I make sure to really do a lot of as much possible promotion for them, contacting even more extra groups in the area and stuff to really try to make sure that their first experience or their first launch of their truck, if they're doing it at SLX, which we've had quite a few now launching their first time at the property, making sure that it's as great as possible. They get as much reach as possible. <laughs> That's good. I'm very happy to hear that because that ultimately goes a long way in the relationship building with the food trucks, as we was talking about earlier. People don't care how much until they know how much you care. So for a food truck that wants to reach out to you and say, hey, I'm really interested in being a part of this. I would like to be at the property. How can they contact you so they can be a part of it? So they can just send me an email to Francesca at delamerican.com, which is just the, the normal spelling of Francesca, uh, F-R-A-N-C-E-S-C-A at delamerican.com. Perfect, perfect. And are you still looking for people that at the end of this year or are you already booked up? Oh, no, we absolutely are looking for people. I try not to book people more than like a month ahead because there's different things like the weather, like something might happen with the truck. And so those are things that on a day-to-day -day basis that I need to make sure to be able to, to manage. If somebody has like an issue with their truck, make sure that I can swap them to another day that's not too far out. I wouldn't want like somebody to have to wait like months in the future. I'd want to make sure mm -hmm. I can get them in their next available date. I try to only book like a month out. And uh, as well, like sometimes there's things that come up with the regular trucks where they can't make it out for some reason. And so it's nice to be able to then have a date to, to offer someone who's just starting out. 
Yeah, so there are a lot of food trucks that tend to be booked pretty well in advance, and then others, they're still making their schedules. So it's a good in-between for them both. I think that's pretty good. I have enjoyed talking to you, learning more about some of the food trucks. I probably would need to get a list from you of different places to check out. I've been to Atlanta quite a few times, and every time I come, there's always a new food truck. So I would be definitely looking forward to checking out a few in the area as well. I checked out some on the Instagram page, and I'm looking forward to trying out a few more later on in this year. Awesome. Yeah, we've actually got on the Instagram page, there's an Instagram SLX events. And every food truck that's been to the property is listed under there under the events. There's actually also some you were asking about like the promotion, I was talking about it being sandwiched. So it's sandwiched in that the promotion at the beginning, the videos that actually happen when they're there. And then at the end, one thing that we do quite often is we actually do a thank you post. And so we take some pictures and we say, thank you for coming to SLX. And we do a a post like that. And so if you go to the SLX guides, event guides in Instagram, you can see a bunch of all variety of posts from the food truck. Did you save room for dessert? I may be out of time, but I'm definitely not out of material. Make sure you follow the food truck scholar on all social media platforms, including our YouTube channel and join the all things food trucks club on clubhouse. I can't wait to connect with you. But for now, I'm Ariel D. Smith signing off, reminding you to buy local, eat local, and support your neighborhood food truck. I'll see you next week.